Hoffa day and welcome to another episode of A Fistful of Talent. I'm your host, Jonah Gancharfris. Thanks so much for, for listening. And and um, it, you will see, obviously, this familiar face. Um, have Joe Garrido with me in studio. Hoffa day. Hoffa day, hoffa day. Thank you so much for taking the time out to to come in and, and you know, uh, catch up. I know it's been, what, I think two years since we did Culture Club. Yes, yes, yes. Two years, two years. I know, right? It sounds it just like, really? That, it sounds like long ago. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and that was many pounds ago. <laughs> but in those two years, so much has happened since then. You know, um, obviously, when we did the Culture Club, um, I got a, a glimpse into... Um, you know, why the Chamorro culture is so important to you. What, uh, I guess, motivated you to want to learn the language and and how it was vital within your your family and your upbringing. Yeah. Um, And and I'm happy to have you in here because, you know, we get to talk more... um, a little, we'll, we'll definitely talk about culture, but more so about your music. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> a lot has been happening uh, with your lot, music. A lot more since that time. <laughs> and, um, you know, I definitely wanted to have him in here because um, you have an album that is coming out. Well, it, it, the launch yes, is yes, on the yes, 30th, album launch, right? Yes, yes. But um, I guess tell us first about, um, I know it was three years in the making. Yes. And in that three years, I guess, what transpired, I guess, you know? So when I did the Culture Club at first, um, I don't even think I recorded my first song yet. I know I wrote it. <laughs> I wrote the song, but I don't think I recorded it yet. And then a lot has happened since then. Um, I, I guess I, I want to say it was about a couple months after we did the Culture Club. Mm-hmm. I was able to record the song. And then I think what kind of inspired me to, to, to go further was the feedback that I was getting. Because I, I guess not not necessarily that, that what's that one needs... Um, I guess acceptance from people mm-hmm. or whatnot, but you know it, it does give a it did it does it did give me a push. So after that, I, I recorded the first song and then I, I got a, I got a lot of positive feedback. So I was like, man, if people are if people like it, then I should definitely do more. So now I'm serving a purpose. And I have a bigger purpose now than just my personal interests. I have a bigger purpose because now people are enjoying the music, and and if that's one way to target to target language. Um, uh, I guess the re- the revitalization of language is through music. Then, man, I got it. I got to do it. So, I, I guess after that, and then after that, that's that was pretty much the first step to um, to producing this album. I mean, yeah, for, for to uh, produce this album was the feedback that I was getting, and then more stories and more experiences came along the way, and I was able to create uh, eleven more songs after, and then ten songs would be on the album. So, and I was able to write write um, write ten ten songs for the album off of experience and 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 feedback from from the people of of the Marianas, and it was awesome. And I know um, when we did the Culture Club, and you're talking about the first song, um, that song actually was it the song that you performed at. Was it the song? The, oh, that, that song I performed. I, I made that song from Brother's Wedding, mm-hmm. and then I performed it for the first time publicly. Um, what's that? At my brother's wedding, because that was my wedding gift for for my brother and my and my sister in law and and their and their son. Mm-hmm. So that was the first time I performed it publicly, and then. Um, yeah, I think I think after that, that's when I got a little bit more uh, comfortable on the stage, and I was like, <laughs> I mean, I'm still very nervous on the stage, but it, it, you know, what I mean, like that was my first, you know, like I guess that that break that breakout moment to where I had to 
get that over with. And what what better what better population to serve for my breakout moment right, uh, for 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 singing than than my own family? <laughs> <laughs> you're your, your, your biggest critics. <laughs> yes, the biggest critics, but the biggest supporters. <laughs> and um, you know, and like you were mentioning too, like how you said that um, you still get nerves when you perform. No one can tell, honestly. When I see you perform, and I'm sure when others see you perform, like it, you're just it's so natural for you to perform in front of others. And and you know, in mentioning this this album, it's much anticipated. Mm-hmm. I when you put out on social media that you were complete, uh, it was completed, and, and you know you're going to be launching it. I saw so much support from not only like the local musicians here, but mm-hmm. abroad and, and of course family and friends. And, and I'm sure for you, that has to be a really good feeling. Oh man, it's it's like, um, I was on like a natural high. <laughs> really a natural high. I mean like everyone, they're like, when's your album coming out? And then I'll give them like a month, two months. I was like, two months, three months, a year. And then it just pushed <laughs> back to like three years. And now that it's finally here, like it's, it's really it's really heartwarming to see the support that people are giving me and like I sent the the flyer to like almost everyone on my contact list you know what I mean like I just kept just pressing and I sent the flyer out and that wasn't an indirect sign to post it and mm-hmm. try and advertise for and help me but people were doing it anyways and 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 that's kind of where like I, I saw the not necessarily the loyalty but the love from, from my family and my friends and, and even those that don't know me mm-hmm. you know that it was really it was really nice to see that people were actually anticipating this this this, this launch for the for the album and, and I'm really really grateful very humbled and grateful for for, for, for that for that experience you know, and three years too I mean you can, obviously you can't rush art I mm-hmm. mean, like, you, like you mentioned when writing these songs you had to uh, be inspired you know whether it be um, things happening in your life current events and yeah. things like that um, were there moments in when you were experiencing these things where you're like oh you know this would make for a great song yeah I put pen to paper and so I, I think it was it was my track number one that'll be on the album it's called Nenny Nenny was so my girlfriend and I, well, my fiance now, right? When we first we were we're dating since our our junior year in high school. So we always said when we're when we're when we graduate high school, we're you know we're gonna get married. Graduated high school and I was like, you know, that's that's not ideal because we we can't I can't we can't support one another right now. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let's 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 finish college first. So we finished. We got our we got our bachelor's degree. We graduated together in 2018, and then we said because in the middle of college we said okay after college, we graduated college, and I was like, man, let's get established first. Let's get our let's get our let's get our careers. And we, you know, um, we we got good jobs, right? We're on our careers, and then we're like, man, let's let's get our masters first. And then I was like. Okay, let's get our masters. And then I was thinking about it. And I was like, no, let's, it's it's just, we're gonna keep prolonging it. Mm-hmm. We're, we're ready. We're ready. So I was like, okay. So that was our little journey, you know. So I wrote about our little journey on our on, on my first song, and it's called Nenny. And that's my proposal song. I that's a song that I've been trying to write for like a year and a half to two years already. But the word just never came together. And then when I realized that it was time for me to actually just just propose because we're ready, and you know. It's, we're, we're as ready as we're ever gonna be. Then I was like, okay, now the words started coming into mm-hmm. it started coming into play. And then the, I mean, the first time I performed that song was actually at my house, um, on when I when I was gonna propose to her. So she didn't know about the song. She just she just knew that I was writing a song and and she didn't know anything about it. And plus, she doesn't understand tomorrow, so that was a plus. <laughs> so 
that was I, I made this song and I said, Hey, everyone just be at my house. It's my birthday. But I you know, but who has a twenty fourth birthday party? <laughs> right? <laughs> Unless you're extremely bougie. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, you know, I was like, everyone just go there and it's just my birthday. Um they're like, oh, um, oh, you're going to celebrate? You're going to have a party and a band and everything for your 24th birthday party? I was like, yes, I'm going to have a party and a band. It sounds weird, but just be there at 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock, you have to be there. Okay, so everyone goes there. Only a, like a, a handful knew what I was going to do. <laughs> and they're like, hey, are you, are you nervous? I was like, I'm not nervous. I'm like, man, this is, I'm going to play in front of my family. I'm like, I've played in front of larger crowds before. I'm not going ner- to be nervous. I'm not going to lie. That was the hardest song, hardest quote-unquote gig I've ever done in my life it was so like not to sound soft or anything right <laughs> but that's that was like the hardest gig ever and that's the reason why I that's 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 the best that's the best song out of the album for me because it tells the story it's like it's a series of events you know what I mean it wasn't just one event it's a series of events that led me to to write that song and that's that's yeah it, it goes it's it's it was just it's uh, like undescribable, really. The 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 time and effort and the series of events led, leading up to that song. Because I'm sure too, the, now the song holds even even more special meaning because you have those memories attached to it. Yeah. The day you actually proposed to her. And, yes. And the nerves and the excitement and the adrenaline and, yeah. and please don't please don't I hope I don't pass out you yeah. know from all the nerves and everything and and people asking you are you nervous well. You know, it's not helping you asking me. Yeah, I'm not nervous. <laughs> I, I was like, no, I'm not nervous. And then when I got on the stage and then I said, I, I wrote a song for you, Amber. Um, actually, Amber doesn't even know about this song, everyone. So, I mean, I, I, I just wanted to address Amber right now. Can you please come to the front? I wrote a song for you. And I, I, off the bat, I think she knew already because she started to cry. And I was like, I don't like to see her cry. You know what I mean? So, I was like, seeing her cry. And then I'm like okay, I need to close my eyes through the whole five and a half minutes of this song because I cannot see her crying and I cannot see my mom and everyone all teary eyes. I'm like, these are like the core members in my life and to see everyone teary eyes, like, <laughs> that's going to break me. So I'm like, no, I got to I gotta just close my eyes and sing for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations on <laughs> Thank you. When I saw it on, again, social media, you know, the power of social media, mm-hmm. you can uh, keep up to date with, with everything going on. When I saw it, I was like, that's awesome. And, and you know of course seeing her response and seeing again being surrounded by family and friends it just made it that much more uh, meaningful of yes, that yeah, memory and, and you know going through the, the, the track list of the album well first off what is the name of the album and I guess the meaning behind it oh, okay so the, the album is called Lalala Ifinota meaning our language is living I was inspired to, to, to title the, um, title the album La 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 If You Nota because since I was a kid I've gotten so much negative comments about Tremoro um there's so what I did with my album was I put the La 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 If You Nota on the front and then in the back uh which is kind of like um I guess it was um it was dimmed down a bit the words and crossed out on a chalkboard was different words and sayings that people have told me I've I've got comments like you're never gonna get a job speaking Tremoro Tremoro language is dead Chamorro's, um, Chamorro, uh, Chamorro is a language for the elderly only. And the biggest comment I've ever got that inspired me to write this was um, my third grade teacher told me that Chamorros are stupid. That was her wow. exact words. She said Chamorro, she said, I'm sorry, she said stupid Chamorros. That, that, that was her, fr- that was what she told me. So ever since I was third, I didn't know it was wrong at the time. And then I was like, man, this is what led me to this moment. So 
and and that's the reason why I titled it the the, the language is living despite what anyone says it's living and it's and it's well and you know and I was looking at the tracks too and and the amount of 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 talent that you have on here helping you and, and backing you um, I guess how did that those I guess you know did you seek seek them out did they did they come to you and say hey I heard you're you know working on an album yeah you know, let me know hit me up if you want you know me to help you if you need any assistance how did that go about um, mo- most of them I, I asked them and then I think one or two they offered their assistance and I was very appreciative of that um, I have like people like um, Angelo Molinos who I've been in a band with for the past maybe four or five years and we've known each other for a while and he just just offered his help right off the bat like hey if you need backup vocals you need harmonies whatever you need you let me know for the album so he's on the album and then I have like Kiko Yamashita and Kaylee Villasoto who I never even I never knew them until this year uh, it was random they asked me to play with them uh, to cover I'm sorry they asked me to play with them at the Micronesian Island Fair mm-hmm. and I said they said hey can you can you sing a tomorrow song I said yeah no problem I met with them and they're Soup, the whole band 444 is just a super awesome awesome set of musicians so I got close to them and I was like hey man can you help me <laughs> that I saw their talent and then everyone else that, that came in that came and helped me is just like Ty Rudolph who's playing keyboard I went on a trip with him in 2014 to Palau I and then I got close to him and then I was like man can you do this so it's all like pretty much my friends just doing you know doing doing me a favor and helping me out here and it was it was you know it was awesome that everyone was able to help me out here and such they, they have so much talent and it's yeah it was it was nice because it's great because it's not just like singing or it's not vocals I mean you have people playing like instruments mm-hmm. and 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 just like the, the the caliber of talent that you have assisting you and you know in a in an industry where people usually try to pin other you know like people yeah. against each other or they see it as a, a competition mm-hmm. I mean that's far from the case with, yeah, yeah. with, with this uh, album um, you had so much support and love and, and and again when you're seeing it online and just seeing like how many people are really pushing you know check this out go to the la- go to the launch and, and everything like that um, you know with the amount of talent that you have helping you with the album you know I have to say like growing up when how did you even, I guess, get into music? Was it something that you were kind of brought up with as in, in family? Because I think your your dad is musical, right? Yeah, well, my, my dad's a trumpet player. Um, but what really got me into it was, uh, what's that, when I was like six or seven, maybe? I always use that age when I don't when I can't remember. <laughs> so six or seven, uh, my my uncle was the original drummer for JD Conception's band called Para Isla. Para Isla had like so much talent in the band. It's like up to today, I am still like in in shock of of the type of musicians and the type of genres they played. I mean, I could just give you like a quick breakdown, and so people would like understand who <laughs> we're talking about here. We have JJ Conception on lead vocals, Nadine uh, Conception Rages on backup vocals, um, Uncle Fred Rages, Uncle Fred Rages, who's uh, part of the Rages Brothers. He was on um, vocals again. Joe Castro, I mean, uh, Judge Vern Perez on bass, Herb Uggen on keyboard, and the legend. Jai Payette on lead guitar. So I'd always beg my dad every time he's off to go and take me to my uncle's house so that I can watch them practice. Watch them practice and, you know, every time I, every time they had practice, I'm like, dad, dad, let's go. <laughs> let's go, let's go. So I always go. And 
and I, I was just inspired. I'd even go to their gigs. Um, you know, we like to have outside parties. Like I'm not, we're not even invited. You know, like it's a, it's a, it's a gig for just the band. <laughs> and I'm telling my dad, let's go. So my dad's like, my dad will take me. He, he would really take me, and it was good because my dad was supportive of, of what I like to do. And so ever since then, I picked up the drums, and then I, I got, I got inspired from my uncle, right, playing drums. And then my whole family inspired me as well because they, they never pushed me down. Mm-hmm. They, every time I was practicing, my mom hates noise. <laughs> And when I come home from school, I'm going straight to my drum set and I'm just hitting and practicing and practicing. And my, instead of my mom or my dad ever telling me to stop, my mom would just go outside and close the door. She'll close the door so that she doesn't hear the drums, but she never told me to stop. And then my dad will be watching TV. My dad will not turn off the TV when he's when I'm playing. He'll just make the TV louder. So, you know what I mean? You're, you're, he gets the best of both worlds. I'm practicing, doing what I want to do. And my dad gets to do what he wants to do with just some noise in the background. <laughs> so it's it, it was just too good. It was like it was it was too it was too it was too good. Like I I did not. I, they always supported me in everything I did. So yeah. So that's that's what kind of helped me um, and encouraged me to to continue on with music. And and then how did you get into guitar? I was I love Tremor music. I love Tremor music and I love and I love reggae. I was tired of always asking someone to bring the guitar and sing so that I can play the cajon and sing along with them. So I was like, I need to do this on my own because I, you know, I cannot just keep asking people, can you bring a guitar and can you sing? Because I'm pretty sure I got annoying at times with, with other musicians <laughs> keep on, you know, masking them. I think it was Shabi Pangalinen and Austin Sarah. I'm always like, Shabi, Katrina from your from your dad, this, the song Katrina, come on, please. It's my favorite song from your dad, Katrina. And then Austin Sarah, I'm like, I was like, bro, please, bro, come on, please, bro. Angelina, Angelina from your grandpa, Angelina. And... It's. It, I'm sure it gets annoying. And even one gig, I think uh, I kept requesting it. And then Austin said on the mic, he was like, uh, "I know we're playing reggae, but I gotta sh- switch it up and just play uh, Angelina from my brother Joe out there. Um, it's his favorite jam, and he he keeps asking." And I'm like, "Oh, I, I don't care what everyone what everyone else thinks right now. I'm like, okay, I want to hear the song." So it was it was like that. And I was like, "I need to stop. I'm getting annoying." So I I borrowed my uncle's guitar. I learned two chords from YouTube. I learned two chords. And from there, I just started learning like three and then four and then five. And then, yeah, I just, I, I, I still don't know much chords on the guitar, but, you know, it's, it's something to get me by just to, I guess, feed my, um, my, my, you know, my, my, I guess my thirst for, for, mm-hmm. for music. So, or live music at that so yeah that's that's what made me pick up the guitar so self-taught and you know what that is not easy I mean you, I know the power of YouTube you know or you can find tutorials and everything mm-hmm. like that but trying to teach yourself it's not an easy task mm-hmm. um, I picked I like I, f- I forgot who I saw performing and I was like oh I'm gonna learn the guitar and like my first paycheck I bought a guitar yeah it just <laughs> it's not happening I, I think I even at one point um, asked um, Dan Tapasna to kind of teach me and mm-hmm. he I don't think he had the patience to kind of teach me and I was like and I don't think I got frustrated I got easily frustrated so mm-hmm. I put it down and so I mean I think the fact that you were able to learn four chords and manage to create an album off of you know yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean it speaks volumes and, and I know you were mentioning too about how you know, watching um, the group that kind of inspired you, um, your group of family members that inspired you, and and I think that that 
kind of is what a lot of these um, musicians too, when they were growing up, they became kind of fixated or when they would watch a, a local musician perform and they're like, I want to, you know, I want to be like that. Yeah. And I, I still remember I, Chris Chris Boomer when he was mentioning like he was at school and it was, I think, tomorrow month and Jesse Bias was performing and he was like decked out in like all white or mm-hmm. whatever and Chris was like I want to be like as cool as him yeah <laughs> and that's true like really the, the the musicians here like the older musicians a generation above above mine I'm like it, they don't I don't think they realize how much they've paved the but way and yeah. how much they inspire they had, us my, they had a lot of swag you yeah. know and, and people you know picked up on it and, and it's it's amazing just how many of the younger generation that they've inspired to, to kind of go on their you know in the musical journey um do you have other musical influences i know you were mentioning like you would have like ask uh austin and and you know shabby too but like i mean i i guess that the um in in tomorrow i have i you know jj conception and jesse bias definitely but i mean i also have have stuff like like musicians like jd crutch Mm -hmm. kevin atelik from uh from rhoda um Alfred Sars from 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 Saipan. I mean, those are I listen to their music every day. Dan Pakaigui, right? Dan Pakaigui is a an, another awesome musician with deep words in his in his music. And I guess yeah, these 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 guys and these you know these musicians definitely inspire me every day. They push me because I'll use their I, I'll listen to their words and I'm like I like the structure of their words. I like the word they place their words and whatnot. So you know what I mean? I'll, I'll Though I'm, I'm indirectly learning from each of their each of their songs, mm-hmm. and yeah, so yeah, every they've all inspired me. Frank Bokungok, oh man, definitely one of my inspirations too. And um, so yeah, I, I guess it's just uh, the local musicians, you know, they they like I was saying, you know, they they really paved the way, yeah. and yeah, and I'm and I'm inspired. You know, and the thing about uh, in in going back to to social media. You know, I know that on your page, uh, on your Instagram account, you did this whole breakdown of like your song, your, you know, song, and then you would mention who, you know, um, assisted you in that track, mm-hmm. and you would have the lyrics, and you also did a, you would go in and kind of explain what it was about, and I think that is great, especially for those that maybe aren't too you know they're not too familiar with the the language you know mm-hmm. they're not they're kind of rusty or they may not know and the fact that you're taking the time out to kind of share like a little bit of okay well you may not know what this what i'm saying but you know here's a, a quick uh you know, like explanation yeah. is that something that you wanted to make sure you did when putting out the album yes yes i i i, I had an idea i i actually i actually stole that idea <laughs> From the the uh, the group from Hawaii called the Vitals, mm-hmm. so the Vitals, I think it was their their um, I think the the EP was called Temptation, and they did that for like one of their songs, and I was like, man, that is perfect, explaining you know why. So I said, you know, I need to do it. So what I did was I I wrote down all my lyrics, and then I translated all my lyrics, and then I attached it to the video on the top so that people can understand. And then I did that because it's very, it's, it, to me, it's, it, sh- it shows you that there's more value to the song than the words itself and what inspired you to write what inspired me to write the song and and different things so that's the reason why I I wanted to make those videos so that people know that these songs are not just written like 
you know, I just get a pen and I want to make up words or whatnot. You know, there's there's value into the into the idea and the inspiration behind the song, and yeah, and that's the reason why I made the video. And uh, just just to be a little, so I have a I have a one song on the on the album that kind of seems like I'm mad, mm-hmm. and it kind of seems like I'm directing something or you know directing a message to to just any one person or any one family or whatnot. So I wanted to do that just so that people don't get the wrong idea and wrong impression of my song and, and my music. Um, I guess just so that you know it's just just so that it's more clear mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I guess it's just more clear for for everyone to just get a better idea and understanding of where where and where the music comes from, where the words come from, and and the inspiration behind it. But it, you know, it also allows us to to kind of go like we feel like we're on that journey with you. Yes, in terms yes, of definitely. Like, you know, each each track and what what was behind it um, during the process because three years is mm-hmm. is a long time. I guess have, did you ever at one point feel discouraged like you know what, what am i doing you know i'm spending all, all this time and I'm, i've yet to come out with an album mm-hmm. and i mean how do you kind of get over that hump i felt discouraged um i felt discouraged when i i told i announced that i was going to release it in like three months and then that third month came and i didn't even go into the studio yet and then i announced again i'm going to release in x amount of months x amount of months so on and so forth what I did was I said, I took a step back and I said, I need to just, I really just need to shut my mouth. <laughs> That's one. I need to shut my mouth. I need to stop talking and I need to go to work. And then when I'm done, and then while I'm in the process of work and I see progression, that's when I can post and say, hey, now it's in the works and we're working. So, yeah, I, that's what I needed. So I needed someone, and I forget who told me, I needed someone to say, don't rush. Mm-hmm. Don't rush. You cannot rush art. Someone told me that when when I when I kept announcing and I was like so discouraged that I wasn't that I wasn't pushing on my album yet, so it was awesome. I, someone told me it then and, and I got inspired by what they said. I listened to what they said. I took in their words as constructive criticism, and I went with it. And now we're here finally. The fi- <laughs> finally after you know so many years. And I think it's I think the fact that it's coming out around this time, you know, it, it feel like it's a perfect time for it to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot is going on in the island and everything, and, and I, you, there are more and more people that are really passionate about learning uh, the culture, the language. Um, you know, you see more and more local um, artists kind of wanting to, you know, learn tomorrow and, and add that to their, their playlist, their mm-hmm. set list. Um, you know, and then you see, then you, you know, you, when you perform and then, People like how you were when you were watching your family, your the band play, and you know they're inspired by when you perform. Mm-hmm. Um, is there some sort of words of advice that you can would offer them in terms of because you know with you being as a musician as long as you have, like is there a piece of advice that you would give to them? Um, maybe like honing the importance of like honing your craft and and you know wanting to kind of uh, feed your their passion as far as like wanting to learn how to play guitar or mm-hmm. play the drums i i guess the, the thing i say is never look towards a never look at your craft or your passion as a money maker that's one especially in the music industry because you'll never you're 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 never gonna not necessarily you're never gonna make your money back on what you spend to do things but you're never gonna enjoy it as much as if you're looking towards the dollar signs and I and I learned that within the past within the within the past um, couple of songs, right? The last two songs that I made. 
I learned that um, I I will spend X amount of out of X amount of dollars to pay for the song, and then thinking that okay, I'll be able to get whatever I paid back, so that I can use that and regenerate another song and another song, and if I were to add all the costs up, I am still very very deep in the negative, mm-hmm. but because I love what I do, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. I. And, that, and that's my only advice is don't look at the dollar signs just look at look at what you love to do because though I'm not gaining I'm not gaining any financial background or I mean financial um, a financial seed in 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 my music but I'm able to touch other people's lives with the music and I'm able to inspire other people to do these things and to me that's where the real growth comes mm-hmm. from and that's my only advice yeah is to look at look at look at you know look at not not what it's doing for you, but look at what it's doing for, for others. others. Yeah, because I know too when when your piece your story came out for the Culture Club, there were so many that it impacted. Like saying like, oh look at this, you know. Um, I use kid because you're you know you're no, no, <laughs> you're, no, no, you're no. younger than me. No 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 about <laughs> And they like look at this kid. He's you know look at he you know he he had a he made a goal for himself. He wanted to learn the language. Yeah. Um, and then he learned the language and he wants to teach the language mm-hmm. so he's teaching the language and he wants to make music with you know yeah. with the language and and so um it's 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 a journey it's a process and and but you, the passion has to to be there and and you have to be doing it like you said not for like the financial means but you know seeing how it it affects others and, yeah. and, and, and that positive way you know and in saying that too I mean you're a teacher um, you know I know when you have your spare time you make Denancy and everything mm-hmm. a musician I guess how do you find balance you know like I need I you know and you have a fiance so it's yeah. like um, how do you find balance that that's a question that I need to answer <laughs> later because I still can't find balance for some reason. Even my fiance telling me, she said, "You need to take a step back." And I'm like, I cannot just sit down. Like on a Saturday, you know, sometimes when we have a busy week, right? She wants to like, she's like, "Hey, let's just uh, let's just relax today." Okay, so I guess I'll sleep in maybe like thirty or forty-five minutes more than than usual time, right? My body clock will wake me up, and then I'll get up, and then I'm like. What, what are you going to do? She's like, well, remember, we're just going to relax and we're just going to unwind today. I said, okay, so I'm going to, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go in a, I'm, I'm going to go in a, I'm going to wash the car. I'm going to wash the cars. <laughs> wash, and then when I got outside, I'm going to wash the car. Um, okay, are you going to relax now? Oh no, I need to do this. So I'm like, no. I So that question, I cannot answer. <laughs> I am so sorry. I asked him because <laughs> when he came in here, he's like, he's kind of like rushing and he's like yeah. all over the place. But I mean, that's just goes <laughs> to show that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I, don't, I think I think that's something that a lot of musicians still kind of you know trying to find the balance and everything. But yeah. it's good that you ha- you know there's you find humor in that. And yeah, it's, it's it's real. That's why. Because <laughs> I was like, all right, he's he's going hunting. Oh, he's making the Nancy. Oh. Uh, my brother, my brother asked me before the party, right, for that stuff. He he, he was like, oh, well, what's going on with the party and your album release? I said, oh, my album release will be out soon. Blah blah blah. And the don't worry, the party's taken care of. He said, he said, well, how come you're not saying anything I was like man I've been really busy that's why <laughs> hey you're busy you're going hunting every day and blah 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 and I'm like dude that's, ther- <laughs> that's therapy that's your therapy that's your yeah, stress yeah. reliever you go out hunting I stayed how many hours in the studio I want to unwind the next day 
forgive me <laughs> and you know it all comes down to this there's your launch your album launch tell us about uh when it goes down and 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 how people can you know go out and, and support you oh so my album release party will be this coming saturday november 30th 2019 at club icon from 6 to 10 p.m um it's a 10 dollar cover charge and it comes with a free domestic beer or it comes with a domestic beer and then uh what's that live entertainment all night uh, I'll have um, CDs for sale, flash drives for sale, and album release T-shirts or the album. I'm sorry, the album cover T-shirts for sale as well. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm inviting everyone down. If you guys have some time, please please come by and um, and please help and please and let's come and celebrate because this is an accomplishment for everyone on on island. Everyone, it's not only a, a accomplishment for myself or the musicians and my family. It's for everyone because this is music for everyone. And um, you know. Um do you have any, I guess, uh, in closing, do you have any um, thank yous or shout outs? Obviously, I mean, yeah, I'm sure you have like a ton because, but I mean, this is your, this is your opportunity to kind of um, say your thank yous to, to those because um, I know that you got a lot of support and, and people rooting for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, first of all, I'd, I'd like to thank AM Insurance. Um, AM Insurance is one of my main sponsors. I told them that I told them how much the um, actually uh, Uncle Juan Munya. I, I spoke to Uncle Juan Munya, and I told him how much the cost for my um for my album is gonna be, and he said, "Boy, I can help you out. I can help you out there. I'll, I'll give you X amount, and you just figure out how you're gonna cover the rest, right?" And I said, "Man, thank you. I wasn't I wasn't expecting you know, I wasn't expecting uh, what's that." I wasn't expecting the, the the amount that he gave me. You know what I mean? And he said, Don't worry about it. He said, Don't he said, Don't worry about it. Just just continue doing what you're doing. So I was like, Okay, perfect. <laughs> and then I was, and then I reached out to um, JD Castro at Club Icon and I said, Hey man, I'm seeking so I'm seeking a sponsorship and then he said here I, I don't he's like I, I kind of give you uh what's that the full amount but I can give you this and he gave me that and then I reached out to my 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 brother who owns a business <laughs> right uh called uh, fast care and they're, they're my third sponsor and then he helped me out as well I mean it's it was uh it was it was I'm very appreciative and and, and that's why I like to I like to give them a big shout out and I thank you and also to my family and and friends for for their patience and support during this time it's an exciting time, and, and I know that people are looking forward to it. They're looking forward to, to getting themselves a copy, and and, and um, we look forward to playing it on the on the air, too. Awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that you uh, found the time through your crazy schedule um, to come in and, and, and kind of catch up on, on things because... Like I said, what I saw that it was been two years since our last interview. I was like, okay, no, we need to get in. And what better time than to kind of to really talk up the um, this big accomplishment that you that you have? And um, congratulations, man! Yeah, thank you, thank I'm you. I'm excited for it. And and um, if people want to learn more about you, I know where can they find you on social media? Oh, they can. Or I have um, they can they can follow me on 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 my social media accounts on Instagram at J-O-E-M-O-R-U on Joe Morrow <laughs> and, uh, and then on my Facebook page as well just Joe Grito um, <laughs> but yeah come out support him and, and buy you know buy more than one album you know Christmas is right around the corner yes a perfect Christmas you know, gift and it's a great 
great size, the flash drive and the and everything. Great make great stocking stuffers, mm-hmm. right? So come out and support them. And um, thank you so much for for listening in. Remember, you can listen to this podcast and all the others on the KOM Podcast Network. You can find it on Spotify, SoundCloud, and now Pandora. So make sure you subscribe. Until then, adios.